It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg on Tuesday sued Congressman Jim Jordan, chair of the House Judiciary Committee, accusing him of a, quote, brazen and unconstitutional attempt to intimidate prosecutors for filing criminal charges against the former guy. Bragg last week charged Donald Trump with 34 felonies, mainly connected to his role in making hush money payments to Stormy Daniels to cover up a sex scandal just before the 2016 election. Bragg and his lawyers are trying to block Jordan and other Republicans from enforcing a subpoena issued to Mark Pomerantz. He's the former lead lawyer in the Manhattan DA's Trump investigation. Jordan said Bragg indicted Trump for, quote, no crime, then sued to block congressional oversight of his use of federal funds to do it. President Biden on Tuesday met with British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak after he arrived in Belfast for a four-day visit to Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland. The visit marking the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement, which ended 30 years of violent conflict. The White House said that tremendous progress had been made in Northern Ireland, which is part of the UK. The city of Louisville, Kentucky, is holding a vigil today to let community members grieve the five people killed this week in a bank shooting. Just yesterday, the police released body cam footage of the shooting at the Old National Bank, where a 25-year-old employee opened fire on his colleagues and then engaged in a shootout with police before he was shot dead. The shooter's motive remains unclear, as authorities today are expected to release audio of the 911 calls that could reveal more details. This according to Louisville Mayor Craig Greenberg, who yesterday pleaded for state and federal assistance in addressing gun violence in Kentucky, which has some of the least restrictive state gun laws in the nation. Yesterday's tragedy brings us to 40 people who've been shot to death this year in our city. This isn't about partisan politics. This is about life and death. This is about preventing tragedies. You may think this will never happen to you, never happened to any of your friends or loved ones. I used to think that. The sad truth is that now no one in our city, no one in our state, no one in our country has that luxury anymore. Last year, I survived a workplace shooting. And now yesterday, I've lost a very close friend in another workplace shooting. This is happening in America everywhere and will keep happening until we say enough and take meaningful action. So after the vigil today, maybe there will be protests because what we've learned is protests work. In a surprising turnaround, the governor of Tennessee, Bill Lee, a Republican, signed an executive order to tighten background checks. This marks a victory for gun reformers in the Republican-controlled state just a few weeks after a mass shooting in Nashville at a Christian elementary school. Governor Lee also called upon the state's legislature to pass a red flag law that would make it easier to remove guns from people who pose a danger to themselves or others. And today, the Shelby County Board of Commissioners will consider reappointing Justin Pearson, one of the two black Democrats expelled last week from the Republican-led Tennessee House, to his seat representing parts of Memphis. The other expelled lawmaker, Justin Jones, was reinstated on Monday after Nashville's governing council voted unanimously to send him back to work. 
The Justice Department has launched a criminal investigation into who may have leaked classified Pentagon documents and posted them to social media, while the Pentagon is investigating how the leak impacts U.S. national security. Officials say that the leaking of these documents, many of which are marked top secret, represents a major national security breach. Among other revelations, the documents suggest that the U.S. is pessimistic that Ukraine can quickly end the war against Russia. They highlight specific weaknesses in both Ukraine's weaponry and Russia's military offensive, predicting a stalemate for months to come. The documents also indicate some intelligence that defense officials are gathering about China, the country that Washington has deemed, quote, the most serious long-term challenge to the international order. Well, that slope is getting a whole lot more slippery. A federal judge last month ordered the Llano County Library System in Texas to return 12 children's books to its shelves that had been removed mainly because of their LGBTQ and racial content. The response to that order? A meeting today will include a discussion of whether to continue or seize operations of the three-branch library system. Seriously, instead of returning 12 children's books to its shelves, they're talking about shutting down the entire library system in that county. Similar fights are happening across the country as more and more books are being taken off the shelves, like in Missouri, where the House Republicans voted to defund all of that state's public libraries, defund all of their libraries. The bill next goes to the Missouri Senate, where hopefully saner minds will prevail, though I don't hold out much hope. The Environmental Protection Agency is proposing new vehicle emission limits, with the most aggressive option leading to two-thirds of all new passenger cars and light-duty truck sales being electric by 2032. The EPA estimating that the proposals would avert the equivalent of two full years of nationwide carbon dioxide emissions. And it's official. The 2024 Democratic National Convention will be held in Chicago, where the party will officially nominate candidates for president and vice president. The DNC made the announcement Tuesday calling the Midwest a critical Democratic stronghold that helped President Biden win the 2020 election. The Republicans already announced their convention will be held in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Today, appearing in Iowa, another potential Republican contender, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, is announcing he's forming an exploratory committee. Doing so will enable him to ramp up fundraising and pay for travel before he officially announces a bid. And travel he is. After Iowa today, he goes to New Hampshire tomorrow. And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is listener-supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com, and please click on that Donate button. You've probably heard me talk about my dog, Jackson. He's my baby boy. And as he's gotten older, he's gotten really finicky about eating. He used to get so excited about food, he'd literally spin. Well, not anymore. In fact, I often have to spoon feed him to get him to eat. Well, no more. Not since we started feeding him fresh food made with whole ingredients, backed by veterinary science. It's Nom Nom 
Now, I actually tried making food for him myself. I'd cook up big batches of chicken or beef with vegetables and rice or potatoes. But without knowing what I was doing, he wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals he needed and certainly not in the correct balance. That's all changed now with Nom Nom. Go to trynom.com, T-R-Y-N-O-M.com slash sent by Nicole. They'll ask you some questions about your pup and tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them to you. By using my special URL, trynom.com slash Nicole, you'll get 50% off of your first order, plus free shipping, and it's a great way to help support this show too. Again, that's trynom.com slash Nicole. Plus, Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom. <laughs> 